0: Hey, it's another episode of your daily scrum. Must be a new day, Todd. A new day. I mean, day. that's that's a how new. I know it's a new day. A new video pops, right? A
1: new daily scrum, right? And so, and yes, we wear these jackets every, every single day.
0: day. <laughs> actually, we own five of them, one for every day.
1: We do actually.
0: There's a fun fact yep. about Todd and Ryan. Yep. Just kidding. <laughs> all right, Todd. Today we got uh, another. So it's it, it's all about your comments. Mm-hmm. These questions yep. are coming in from uh, comments you leave on videos. A comment that we got, someone asked, what do we do when the product backlog is too big? So we phrased it as our product backlog is massive. What should we do? Yeah. What do you yeah, think, I mean, Mr. Miller?
1: I think other than the nuclear option, control A, delete. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, you know, realistically, so I, I suggested that once to a product owner. I suggested that because that was just unw- wildly, Like you couldn't. You couldn't find anything in it. You couldn't create any, transparent, uh, any p- transparency in it. It was just like this you know, 8,000, 9,000 item wish list. And I suggested that, and it kind of freaked people out a little bit. Um, but in the end, what they did is they created a new product backlog. You know, it, you know what was kind of crazy? They created a the new product backlog and thought they'd keep the other one for historical reference. Uh, and they started with a clean slate, maybe brought a couple things over to it. Guess how much they referenced the old one? Never. Never, Ryan. Never. There's just too much stuff. It was better to start over. What do you, you think? You know,
0: I, back when we used to travel back in the pre COVID days, uh, we used to do a lot of conference talks and a lot of keynotes. And a keynote that I used to do at Scrum conferences was about the product backlog and uh, about product ownership. And so I would ask an audience, you know, how many of you have a, a product backlog? And all the hands would go up, oh, of course, we're at a Scrum conference. We all have a product backlog. All right, that's cool how many of you have a product backlog item that's older than a month, that's been on there a month or more? Keep your hands up. And all the hands stay up. They're like, ha ha, of course we do. Three months, six months. And everyone's like, oh no, he's not going to stop counting. The record is nine years. You know, a, a person had a product backlog item on their product backlog that was nine years old. And at the time, like my oldest kid was younger than that. And I just turned to this, I go, sir, you have a product backlog item that's older than my kid. Like, let's let's figure out what this is, and sure enough, it was finance industry. It was a financial system. It was a back end um, mainframe piece that. Oh, we have to do this. We have to do this. And I said, Sir, it's been nine years, and your company's wildly profitable. I think everything will be okay. Like, but they he, they just couldn't let it go. And so I think he finally had a light bulb moment that, yeah, we're probably not going to do this work. I just kept saying, Sir, you are not going to do this work. You don't have you don't have the time or space for it. And and here is the reason why right? Professional Scrum demands that we hold a sprint review at the end of every sprint, right, Todd? It does, yeah. Yeah. And part of that review is a collaborative discussion with our our stakeholders, and they're giving us new ideas, and our customers are giving us new ideas. We're constantly learning about what's valuable. Our product backlog is in a constant state of emergence. And if we have nine years worth of stuff, and we're performing professional Scrum, there's always going to be new stuff pushing the old stuff down. Mm -hmm. Right? And so the the advice that I would give at the end of this keynote is look, if you've got got stuff that's been on there more than three to six months, delete the rest, right? Mm -hmm. Anything older than three or six months, you pick the threshold you're comfortable with, just delete it, right? Because you have so many new things emerging, so much great feedback coming, you're never gonna do that older stuff. And guess what? If you happen to cut the best idea ever, the greatest thing for your product, it's gonna come back quickly through feedback,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, and you know, Ryan, I think this is uh, uh, really uh, "Product Mastery" by Jeff Watts. There's an yeah. idea in there that I really like to think of quite a bit when I think of this problem. I think about how product owners should be ruthless, right? You should be extremely ruthless about what goes on the product backlog, right? So, thanks, Jeff Watts. Uh, it's a great book, uh, "Product Mastery." Uh, um, check that, check it out. But you should really be ruthless about what goes on that product backlog. We can't just let every single thing that would possibly ever conceivably go in there, um, you know, 10,000 items into it. We have to be ruthless about our decision-making on what goes on there or not. Um, because if it, gets, if it gets unmanageable, if it gets unwieldy, you cannot create transparency around it. It causes a lot of problems, right?
0: Absolutely. Jeff's book is awesome. His, yeah. uh, the whole product mastery book is great. I, I couldn't agree more. Be ruthless. Like you have to be careful. Anything that you put on there is gonna take time and attention right? Cause we're going to refine those things as a scrum team. We're going to try to forecast. We're going to estimate. Those things are going to be front of mind. Well understood and the cognitive load of trying to keep track of 9,000 things. You're
1: stressing your team out needlessly, right? Yeah. Impossible. Plus what's it do when you, if we're never going to be done. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Uh, 9,000 things. Although I should say that I am uh, looking at our product backlog for things that we need to answer our u- users for. <laughs> it's growing <laughs> quite wildly.
0: But we're we love the comments.
1: We yeah, we do. Keep them coming. We, uh, we, we're, we're getting to these. We're, we're looking for themes at this point in this. Yes. Yeah. So.
0: And so when it comes to the massive product backlog and what should we do, I think the product owner being ruthless, get it cut down to something manageable. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid that you're cutting the best idea ever. It'll come back. Mm-hmm. right? This is all part of professional agile product management. This is what a great product owner does. Mm-hmm. Uh, the job's hard, right? It the is, job's hard. Is. This is one of the hard aspects of it. Not everybody will be happy, but it is your job to create a product backlog that can be well understood and mm-hmm. actionable for the entire scrum team.
1: And uh, really stakeholders too, right? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: Great question, so glad this came in. It's another episode of Your Daily Scrum. Uh, We want you to be sure to check out all the socials. We do a lot of stuff on Facebook, Twitter, not so much Instagram, but LinkedIn definitely. Todd's been growing that community very nicely. Be sure to hit the like and subscribe button, right? You want to Hulk smash that uh, subscribe button, right Todd?
1: Smash it, yeah. You said Instagram and I was like thinking to myself, do we have an Instagram channel?
0: We do, but it's not active.
1: (laughs) Maybe that's something to look at. Maybe I could use some Instagramming. can't wait to see what you come up with, Todd. (laughs) Be sure to check out the videos below. We've added some
0: videos uh, to help you along the way. Uh, Again, like and subscribe. We're dropping a lot of content lately. You don't want to miss a single piece of it. Uh, But for Todd Miller, I'm Ryan Ripley. We hope you have an awesome day today. Deliver a ton of value, and we will see you tomorrow. See you